Welcome to the Scariest Things Podcast, your gateway to the trends and tropes of the horror genre. Get that bug spray out, because this is episode 127, <laughs> and we are talking about creepy crawlies, bugs, spiders, and everything in between. I am Liz Williams, and I am joined by... Eric Lee. And Mike Campbell. Cooking cooking uh, in the summer heat Portland. of Portland, Oregon. Yep. Well, I'm keeping it cool down in New Orleans there in the are mid-90s. No, yeah. There are no, <laughs> no bugs in Portland, Oregon right now because They're, we're living on the face of the sun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are baked bugs. <laughs> and, yeah, so any, any worms that are unfortunate to be within the first foot of, <laughs> foot of soil are probably cooked. They're cooked worms. Yeah. Yuck. So, um, well, um, as we talked you're, about, what's that? Oh, oh, I was going to say you're a resident bug expert. I mean, that's that's true. I mean, you, sort you, of. You, you yeah. do lo- you do love your entomology. You I, do love you do collect your your bug pieces and parts. Yeah, I I have uh, so in, tell in my what, house. I have uh, a collection of uh, in, of of insects that are in, encased in in uh, displays. I have a, like the death moth, the death's head moth from Silence of the Lambs. I got one of those. Right. Uh, I have a looking over there, a giant rhinoceros beetle, a bunch of butterflies. Got a bunch of bugs. Eric is not a prank. Eric is not a serial killer, as far as we know, though. As far as we know. But, but yes. what what draws you to the bugs? Um, I and this this may help inform why we're even talking about bugs today. Oh, but well, one, it's like this, <laughs> the the people. I think there's a lot of people have a natural phobia towards towards. Right, that's true. You know how how many how many people do you know who just run out of the room when they see a spider? Uh, I can deal with spiders. You guys don't have the roaches like we have. Oh, no. We call them uh-uh. palmetto bugs. They're like four inches long and they fly. You can <laughs> yep. hear them. They are horrible. They, I have like thought about moving away from here because of those bugs. Yuck. Yeah, I, I, I'm I think... like on patrol with my spray. I don't even pay a guy anymore. I have my own like toxic tub of things that I spray all around the doors, all around the windows. Trust Excellent. me. Excellent. Yeah. People here have a regimen that you do starting in the summer. You're like, oh my God, it's hot. I saw my first roach outside. Uh, Time <laughs> to lock down the porch. I get sugar ants sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Parade of I sugar ants. Joel, it drives me nuts. I have a 17-year-old who is terrified of spiders. Absolutely terrified of spiders. And he is the dude. He is a dude's dude, and he is He's a skater. Yes, skater he, kid. Yeah. Yes, he uh, devolves into a puddle of tears when he sees a spider. Right. So it, it, I think that that it is one of the the biggest irrational fear things totally. out there. Hundred um, percent. You know, snakes. Right, totally. People. Peop, some people have fear of snakes or uh, rodents. Right. Um, yeah, but I these are like these are all the kinds of things. If you get mobbed or swarmed, or uh, you know, it, sometimes like for 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 Ernie, it's probably just one spider will send him. In. Uh, all it takes is one. But yeah. if but if the house all of a sudden just became a room full of spiders, right, he would faint. Like right, get away. Well, you know, I think I think the thing with in- insects too is part of the phobia is they can get on you and they can get in mm-hmm. you. Yes. And I think yes, that's where, whereas a lot of these animals can, they can chomp you in half, but they can't crawl inside your ear. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. The, I, I, I remember there was, um, it was, a, was it the Twilight Zone, an old Twilight Zone or a uh-huh. Tales from the Dark Side, but it was about an earwig. Oh, yeah. It would yeah, actually yeah. crawl into your, your ear. Right. Which right. Which would get replicated later on in Star Trek 2. I think Paul Winfield got some sort of thing crawling into his ear and it was like, oh, right. That's just right. some. 
one of those kinds of things where it's like ear wig. Of course, they can crawl in your ear. Right. Um, but I think the other thing is, uh, you know, full disclosure, my mother is an entomologist. There you go. So oh, um, right. it's, all, she, it's all coming together. She, she yep. <laughs> did her, uh, research on mayflies and caddisflies, which are actually beautiful winged um, little, they're, 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 they're the little delicate things that look like dragonflies. Is there a, is there, does your mom know, is there a uh, caddisfly horror film? Uh, no, they're not. They are the least scary things out there. So she's, the, she's not aware of one. Yeah, but, uh, I don't know that she. She, my, my mother isn't aware of any horror movies, so uh, she okay. just tries to stay away from it. Um, so uh, I think we want to return back to something that we mentioned last week. Yeah. What What is that? Well, that has what, happens what is that, to be. What is that exciting bit of that news? Exciting bit of news is that we are uh, proud to be an affiliate partner with Fangoria. Hell yeah. Uh, this, again, this is the most famous name in horror print media. Fangoria is now a premium-grade printed magazine with high-gloss, high-grade paper, and now with high-definition images to satisfy all your horror needs. Because this is, back in the day, when we, when, when we were kids, it would be on the top shelf of the magazine rack in the grocery store. But you could still grab it. You could still grab it. <laughs> and it would have something about, you know, how, how, how to do a severed head. Right. You know, or it would, it would show something from, uh, you know, uh, Day of the Dead with, you know, Joe Pilato getting ripped in half. And it's like, <laughs> see how they actually did it. It's like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Um, well, this is it's now in a, you know, collectible format yep. because in this day and age, it's just. You know, print media is is a it's a different animal, but you can, but it is a beautiful production now. Um, and if you uh, go to uh, www.fangoria.com and use our promotional code TST twenty, that's for the scariest things twenty percent off. Um, you can get uh, the anything that's on the uh, Fangoria merchandise site, and uh, including single back issues of. Mm-hmm. Um, of the, uh, if, if you just happen to miss any of them, you can go back and get them. Um, and there's also, you, although you can't use our uh, promotional code when getting an annual subscription, they do have another way that you can get 20% off. So um, I think this is, it, we're proud to actually have, to have them contact us. Uh, and uh, we are now uh, professional partners. It's Heck great. Yeah. It's called advertising. Cool. Who would have thought? You know the thing I love about Fangoria. You kind of mentioned it. It's like it's it's almost like a reference guide. Yeah. You know, it's oh it's, yeah. It's like while they don't do the you know how to how to uh, you know uh, how, how to sever a limb uh, anymore, uh, or at least that's not a big focus of the magazine anymore. They do put together really fascinating articles looking back at films and you know, a lot of contemporary stuff as well. But it really does serve as like a reference guide. Like yep. you read these things and you're like, oh, okay, I get it now. There, yep. this, this makes sense how this film fits into whatever the subgenre yep. of horror is. Yeah, it's it's uh, background information. Mm-hmm. It's, it's um, you know, the making of movies. Yeah. And it's talking with, you know, classically you get, you get drawn in because you'd see, you'd see Freddy Krueger on the cover. Mm-hmm. And then you you know that you got Robert Englund doing an interview and and you know those are the kinds of things that uh, you know that they have special access to that as much as you know despite our pleas we have yet to get a call from Robert Englund to be on our show uh, but <laughs> Robert if you happen to be out there listening uh, but Fangoria is a close second that's right close second so anyways you know this is it we've we've always been looking to 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 cross promote with something that we believe in and. 
We're not going to be pitching stuff like uh, ED uh, yes. pills and, uh, <laughs> you know, manscaped nonsense. You know, we, Although, we're not gonna, Vi- go- Viagra, if you're listening, we would love to cross-promote with you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That if we, we, uh, I don't know if Viagra is an actual person or it's a company. or what. <laughs> It's a we'll philosophy. Just put, we'll just put that out there. Right. <laughs> so, anyhow, um, yeah, I think we... we we're awfully happy to have to, yeah. to have something that supports us because of they they support what we do. So this is great. It's a perfect perfect relationship. Anyways, yes. Back to back to bugs. Back to the bugs. This is this is what I discovered with bugs. Uh, much like mummies, uh, many of the plots are almost exactly the same. Mm. Uh, it's it's a lot of a uh, lot of uh, Jaws ripoffs. Uh, it's a lot of corporate malfeasance. <laughs> It's a lot of uh, hard-nosed but non-law enforcement protagonists, yeah. <laughs> and there's always a lot of toxic goo that makes the the bugs yeah that, who, who they are. <laughs> the, the, there's uh, nature. You, so you you focused on the nature gone bad aspect, kind of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I stuck with the sort of the traditional bug construct. Right. I, yeah. I've I've got a couple of wrinkles in going in, back in to mind. the 1940s, I'm really, kind of all over with the, the atomic age. Yeah. So so Liz, so you said you know, uh, if you're all over the place, what what kind of things yep. were you finding in your your research well when i was researching what i was going to w- watch first i thought hey maybe i'll just watch all the ones that end in an exclamation point because they <laughs> sure have a lot of ones that Them. end in an exclamation point uh Tarantula. but i went with some favorites and i went with a gateway mm-hmm. a middle one and then uh you know full out so i yeah i got different kinds i got Gotta go creepy callies because spiders are not uh, insects. Right. Any spider yep. guy will tell right. you. And <laughs> I got some giant space bugs. I got some all prehistoric right. bugs. I got all sorts of bugs. Okay. I will say most of the most of the bug movies, the insect movies, are uh, pretty palatable to watch with kids, and they are pretty right, gateway right. oriented. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. we'll, we'll probably get into some that yep. aren't gateway, but most of these are kind of fun and simple movies that kids can digest yes. and, and not be yes. too, too frightened. Sure. Right. And, um, and then there are some of them which are, uh, things that will make your just will creep the hell out of most, most adults. All right. We'll start yep. there. Right. Start there, Eric. Tell us what okay. would creep the hell out of me. All right. Well, I'm, I'm going to a 2015 movie Uh-oh. called Bite. Oh, uh, yeah. This is directed by oh, Chad Archibald, uh, who did a couple of other movies of lesser known, like Ejecta and I'll Take Your Dead. Uh, it stars Elma Begovich as Casey, our, uh, a, a young woman who is on her bachelorette party in Costa Rica. And she is there with her friend Jill and Kristen um, having a good old party time. And she's getting a little bit of cold feet about ha- uh, getting married. Um because her her fiance Jared is he's a handsome enough man who's very successful he's an investment banker but he's also got an overbearing mother who is a uh, a puritanical uh, and very demanding woman and finding it very hard to please and when they go out partying they they are told by one of the locals or a actually not a local but a tourist who goes oh you have to go see the sea of stars it's this 
beautiful pond full of crystal clear water and it's like walking on the uh, in the uh, on the galaxy it's like it's it's absolutely stunning you have to see it and so the the girls go sure so it, it, in some ways it reminds me of the ruins right where it's like right. hey you hear about this this cool thing out in the jungle go check it out um they, no, they, don't ever go down to the jungle and this check is, it out. Yeah, going. This was the, it was it was uh, a mistake. They didn't find. They found this kind of this interesting pool, but it was kind of this milky green kind of kind of water. But it was thrown on by beautiful rocks. And Casey, uh, they're they're sort of splashing around, going, "This is neat." And then all of a sudden, she gets bit by something. And it's like, oh, bug bite. Um, that bug bite comes back to have some dire consequences because. She come they 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 come back and she gets uh she encounters her her husband her fiance who really wants kids she doesn't want kids and he she he surprises her with look I restored this old um this old high chair and it's like oh god he wants kids right away so things don't get off real well when when she returns the the mother-in-law is is being really nasty to her but something that is also happening is that bite has gotten infected and it's gotten big and pussy and um well things go downhill from there um <laughs> yep they uh uh she she eventually she's transforming into a, a an insect person um so this is for this is a movie for people who 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 liked and could handle the fly Right. This has similar mm. kinds of things. It is full of really sloppy, gloppy, transfer, right. transformative right. stuff, yeah. and you see this poor, poor young woman, you know, lose. She's just an attractive woman who just turns hideous, right? And it, and then there's there's some other complicating factors like, Haha, surprise, you're pregnant, <laughs> and it's like, and the fact that she has never had sex with her fiancé because of his uh, demanding... His mother forbade them from having premarital sex. So all of a sudden, that's an issue. And it's like... And then you kind of wonder, it's like, are you really pregnant with a child or are you pregnant with a, a whole baby. bunch of bug babies? <laughs> bug babies. <laughs> and... Um, Do we get to find out if they're bug babies? Yes. All right. It's yeah. really spoil it for me because I will never watch it because yeah. it sounds horrifying. <laughs> it is really gross and bug babies. You end up Ugh. to her. Her apartment slowly turns into a nest, and it, and everybody who who all of her friends and family, one by one, come to pay her a visit, and for whatever reason they don't immediately close the door and run away and call, you know, uh, right. the cops or somebody, but they wander in looking for Casey. Casey's not human anymore. Oh, and I haven't, bad, I haven't seen bite. Bad yeah. things happen. It's really, it's, it looked gross to me. So I've avoided it. Looked it's good, but gross, really gross. And it, I'm going to watch know, it. It's, uh, you know, the, I'm going to, I'm putting bite on the list. Um, and it, it's somewhat satisfying, you know, because you you find out that not all of the all of her friends and family have her best interests in mind, right? And she finds out about this as she's transforming. Okay, she gets so yeah. There's, it's it's exciting. So all right, a little bit of little bit of uh, it's you don't see the initial bug. Great closer because it's like the, the kind of things like bug babies, more, more bug bug babies. bug babies. Is there going to be a bite too? 
it's a 2015 movie. I don't know how well it did. It probably was grosser than most people can handle. Okay. I mean, yep. from a plot perspective, is there going to be a bite yes, two? Yes, there could be. That, they, they, they set it up well that bug, way. B- bug, bite two, yep. bug, bug bait. Yeah, it ends up with someone going, ow. Bite. It's like, ah, oh, it's just a bug bite. And then it goes, bite. Right? So, Not just a bug bite. Okay. Yep. yep. Sometimes a bug bite actually can lead to worse things. All right. Uh, Liz, what have you got for your number one? I have something to the very opposite end of the spectrum of your choice. And I have the family-friendly... Amazing horror comedy, Arachnophobia. There you go. Yes. Uh, The ultimate bug gateway movie. This is directed by Frank Marshall and stars uh, Jeff Daniels and John Goodman. Uh, Great combo. Begins. Yeah, they're a great combo. But it begins in Venezuela when Dr. Atherton, played by horror stalwart Julian Sands, and a photographer or, you know, going to the bottom of the rainforest and up oh, there's a spider that they've, you know, disturbed after thousands of years who crawls into the cameraman's, you know, pants and bites him and he dies. So they have to ship him back to his home in Cambria, California, where Dr. Ross Jennings, Jeff Daniels, has just moved his young family. He's going to be the town doctor. They've got this kind of farmhouse. And the spider, through a series of events, ends up in their barn, and uh, infestation ensues. So they've got to call uh, Dilbert McClintock, who is John Goodman as the exterminator and his bug-be-gone business, to... uh, solve the problem of these spiders in their home and it's fun creepy um jeff daniel's character hates spiders and is afraid of them and so that's good for laughs seeing him have to deal with this and it is family fun that everybody can handle and uh, the opposite of the movie that eric just described <laughs> yeah, yeah. bite is not a gateway film much more my my uh, level of bugs, <laughs> arachnophobia. Arachnophobia, yeah, arachnophobia is a wonderful film. It really is. Love it. Yeah, it's, it's and it's one of the great gateway films in 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 the genre. Oh, absolutely. Oh yeah, D- double feature this one with the Burbs. That'll oh be yeah, a great yeah. night. Yeah, or a night with your. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> yeah, perfect. And, and, and don't people who just need your scaredy cats in your life. Yeah. Don't, don't confuse this movie with Arachnoquake, which was a, <laughs> about an earthquake triggered by a brood of giant fire-breathing spiders. Not a good movie. No. All right. Uh, the first film I'm going to talk about is a film that holds a 6% on Rotten Tomatoes. 6%. Uh, this, oh. is, this is a film that when they did the filming, it was so cold during the filming that one of the actresses jaw dislocated because of her screaming scenes and had to be sent to the hospital. <laughs> this is this is sort of the ultimate in Bug Movie, brought to you by Bug Huckster Burt Gordon. This is 1977's The Empire of the Ants. All right, Joan Collins. Joan Collins, yes. This is the third and last of the AIP's H.G. Wells films, which included Food of the Gods and The Island of Dr. Moreau. This is the last in the list. And uh, it, this this film, man, is 1970. Like you would 1970s, like you would not believe. It's even got this wonderful, like, in search of type opening where they say, where they talk to you about how ants communicate, 
and how they use pheromones and whatnot. And it and then it of course the voiceover says, but we humans don't have to worry about that. Cut to these dudes dumping all this toxic waste in the ocean and giant ants. Um, and what I was talking about earlier with with regard to like um, corporate malfeasance, in this case, Joan Collins is a property developer who's trying to sell all these this group of people on these uh, condominiums on this uh, this little island off the Florida coast. And of course, the whole thing is just, you know, it's it's a complete ruse. Uh, there There is no property. It's mostly swamp land. Joan <laughs> Collins. Joan Collins is super scurrilous. And they're unbeknownst to everyone else. They're dealing with giant ants. This one, I will say, plays like a very, very standard uh, uh, sort of giant bug movie, but has a fascinating twist that I absolutely did not see coming. And I hadn't read the the HG. Apparently, it's based on an H.G. Wells short story, Empire of the Ants, from the... I think it's from like the early 1900s. I hadn't read that. I don't know if you guys have read that that short story, but mm-hmm. it is based on a short story. And um, I didn't realize that that's where the whole film was going. And it, it ends in a really, really interesting way. Um, the thing that's pretty cool about it is like, you know, it's it, it, I will say this about a lot of these bug films. Um you know, they don't use CGI. I mean, they're using, in in most cases, they're using either real bugs, they're doing close-up shots of bugs, they're doing a lot of green screen type stuff, and they're doing lots of sort of, you know, for the time, pretty innovative special effects. Yeah, that's that's actually a time honored thing. When actually with creepy crawlies, I yeah, think, uh, Kingdom of the Spiders, uh, same same thing, and I think mm-hmm. Tarantula may have used actual tarantulas on miniature sets. Yeah, yeah. Although in this case, that he he used all that, but then he paired it with these like jar like these large giant mm-hmm. rubber costumes that apparently all the actors and actresses hated. In fact, Joan yeah. Collins apparently at one point was like refusing to even come on the set because these, <laughs> when these giant ants would attack her, they actually like scratched her and <laughs> she was not having it. <laughs> this is pre-dynasty. Yeah. Although pre-dynasty. I, I, I have to say that my, when it comes to it, and I don't know if any, well, Night of the Lepus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the giant rabbits that yep. are cutting loose in the town. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my favorite use of actual animals. It's like, those little bunnies don't look like they'd hurt anybody, even if they were 500 pounds. <laughs> right, right. All right, Eric, what is your next film? Okay, my next film is, uh, again, so this is a, a diversion, a, a divergent from... The uh, Nature Gone Bad thing. This is a 2006 William Friedkin movie. Oh, I know what you're oh. talking about. Yeah. Bug. Yeah. Uh, from 2006. Oh, starring, I saw that one. Okay. Starring Ashley Judd and Michael Shannon um, with Harry Connick Jr. Uh, also playing a um, the the uh, nasty ex-con uh, ex, uh, ex of Ashley Judd's character, Agnes White, who is a... She's a hard luck waitress in a remote Oklahoma town who's trying to get her life together and avoid her abusive ex. And uh, her co-worker and best friend, R.C., comes over to party one night and brings over a strange man from the bar that they work together, uh, a fellow named Peter, who is Michael Shannon, who has surprising intuition skills. Uh, Peter's a homeless fella, uh, but he befriends Agnes, and they strike up a curious relationship because... 
Um, he's willing to defend her from uh, from Jerry, her ex. Right. And uh, that you know that neither of these these characters have both had some hard times behind them, and so complete trust is hard to come by. But they find kinship in their traumatic life experiences. And he's he was an uh, Peter was a soldier who'd broken out of a VA hospital ward where he claims to have been experimented on by the army. Mm-hmm. And uh, Agnes not only has an abusive ex, but she lost her son to an apparent kidnapping several years ago. So that's this is very much a drama for the first two thirds of the movie. Yeah. And so yeah. you know, like some movies, you go, "Where's the horror?" Well, it comes. Right. Um, and you know, and as soon as we get the characters established, uh, it's time to set the stage for the horror stuff. Uh, the flea bag motel that Agnes is staying at apparently has bed bugs, or at least Peter believes there are bed bugs. He keeps on pointing to them and he shows that he's getting these bites. Right. And uh, she, you know, and he manages to convince Agnes that there are biting bugs and they're going to deal with it in the morning. And But then weird conspiracy theories crop up. But he, you know, he, he takes his shirt off and all of a sudden he's covered in horrible scabs and scratches. Right. Part of it is that he's scratching himself. Or he's digging, digging at perceived bugs, real or not. You never see any <laughs> bugs, and he keeps on going to the microscope and looking at it, and going, "See bugs," and trying to prove it to other, you know, to to Agnes and uh, other people who had come. But this is pretty soon. It becomes a story that's like, you know, these bugs. There may not be the bug infestation. He keeps on like he. There's some really horrible things. Like he thinks he's got bugs in his teeth, so he starts pulling his teeth out. And like, if you've got dental horror issues, man, this is not, that's a brutal scene. <laughs> not um, for you. And, uh, and eventually they, they, that there's this, they just go into this spiral of paranoia and delusion and conspiracy theories. And they wrap their entire, the motel room full of tinfoil and they bunker up and prepare for the worst. It is, it is ratched up a ton of tension. This is, this whole movie, this is the itchiest movie you will ever see. <laughs> it is like, you just watch it and you just, it feels like, ah, oh, just like, oh. You, just, you feel like you're, you sense, you sense the itchiness. Uh, but it also becomes very much a story about, about delusion. And, uh, and that's, that's really what the crux is. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that he manages... The, the, there is the closing sequence is this massive dialogue where the Michael Shannon and Ashley Judd just break out every ounce of their acting chops and they they go on these mad rants for about ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just incredible mm-hmm. to watch. Um, Man, you went you went for the heavier side of bugs. Yes, seriously. <laughs> so this is yeah. This you is will, not arachnophobia. Yeah, you will not see any <laughs> any actual bugs. In fact, there's probably no bugs, but there's. There are stabbings, and there is a lot of scratching and tearing at their own. It's like just self-destruction. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And in a way that Friedkin knows how to do. Yep. So anyways, that is Bug from 2008. Oh, 2006. All right. All right. All right. I'm back to lighten the load. We are going <laughs> to one of the movies that is so bad, it's good. And it is 1997's. Starship Troopers, directed by Paul Verhoeven. This takes place in the 23rd century. Space bugs. While the humans are being attacked by an insectoid species known as the arachnids, but people just call them bugs. (laughs) And these bugs are giant killing machines that hate people. And uh, 
So the United Citizens Federation, these high schoolers are pretty much signing up for the military after graduation. After they graduate from school in Buenos Aires, uh, people who are 40 playing high school seniors, Casper <laughs> Van Dien, Denise Richards, Jake Busey, and Neil Patrick Harris sign up uh, pretty much for the military and get deployed in all their different factions to attack these bugs. Uh, on their planet. They got to go to war because the bugs attack right. Buenos Aires right. and wipe it off the planet. It's silly. I'm trying stupid, to remember. Was it, did, terribly did, acted. Did this precede 9 11? Yeah. It's from 1997. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, because it, it yeah. has kind of the, the kind of like the. The jingoistic overtones. Yeah. It's the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But they're Join what? up to fight the bugs. We got to take the bugs down, that kind yeah. of thing. Yep. Uh, but like in their, their school class, they dissect these giant bugs. They have like a kind of like a PSA where it's just these little kids stomping on beetles and their moms are like, yes, you know, like laughing. <laughs> yeah. and uh, Paul Verhoeven's <laughs> classic so satire. Yes. Oh, God. It's so bad. It's very long. It's like two hours and ten minutes long. Uh the acting is garbage, but oh man, it lives in my heart and yeah. it is a very fun movie that for some reason we usually watch on Thanksgiving. I don't know if it's just, <laughs> just like on TV. Bugs equals turkeys. Bugs equals turkeys. I don't know. So, uh, well, there's like the six, there's like six sequels too. convoluted, but yeah, I've never seen any of the sequels. Yeah, uh, there's like oh yeah, there's tons. But there, there's like there, animated Starship sequels. Two, yeah, Hero of the Federation, Starship Troopers Three, Marauders. Then there's two animated. Films, That's what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Invasion there's and million, Traitors yeah. of Mars. Yeah, I think the thing is that Verhoeven knew that what he was doing that that he picked wooden actors and he, the, the whole. There's a lot he of stuff. That in he, all of his movies, though, yeah. he chooses. <laughs> right. You know whether it's whether it's uh, uh, RoboCop. Yes. Um, Basic Instinct. What's Show the Mars Girls. one? Oh, Showgirls. Total oh, Recall. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Total Recall. That's the one I was thinking of. With. Uh, he is, you know, once in a generation there comes someone like him. Right. <laughs> I mean, some of his films are just so bad, it, but so awesome. enjoyable. Yeah, thoroughly yeah. enjoyable. Yeah. So Starship Troopers. That's your kids, teenagers. Right. do starship first they'll be bored because the acting is so bad <laughs> yeah but there's but there's a lot of there's a lot of action and blood and uh and oh and, there's and, 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 and the, the sexy cast yeah apart. and yeah everybody's really good looking yep but they can't act yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> what denise richards is not a good actress but no, true no. indeed true indeed all right mike what uh, you got uh this is also a film called bug the original bug. The this is the night. This is the nineteen seventy five horror film directed by Jeannot Swarak and written by an, another huckster, much like Burt Gordon, William Castle, <laughs> uh, the Tingler of Fame. Yes. Well, William Castle apparently wanted as a gimmick for this film to install like brushes near the seats that would rub against people's legs to stimulate uh, bugs oh. crawling on them. <laughs> But the studio was like, that sounds really complicated. <laughs> We're not going to do that. Uh, this is a film that stars the great Bradford Dillman. In fact, Bradford Dillman, if you don't know him, he was on like quite a tear in the 1970s. He did almost back to back to back. He did The Swarm, 
which is, you know, that was the big Irwin yeah. Allen bug movie. He did Bug, and then he did Piranha, like back to back to back. Wow. I mean, this guy, he was in some of the greatest horror movies of all time. What but was he in Piranha? He was the main character. Okay. He was the the main guy, the 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 guy whose little daughter is right. at at the right. at the camp who he goes to save. Uh, but in this case, Bug, the 1975 Bug, involves an earthquake that releases a bunch of mutant cockroaches that can create. They actually create fire by rubbing their Cersei together. I know that sounds a little untoward, but <laughs> they they do they do rub their Cersei together and. Um, uh, the the mutant bugs um, mostly die because they can't deal with the the air pressure on the surface of the earth. Um, <laughs> sure, science. Sure, <laughs> uh, but Bradford Dillman, uh, playing uh, the uh, a, a local uh, entomologist, he captures the bugs, puts them in a pressure chamber, and he decides to create to breed them with uh, cockroaches to create a. Uh, sort of this this hyper mutant cockroach uh, breed of super intelligent flying cockroaches that can create fire wherever they go makes absolutely no sense. But there is a ton of great gore in the film. There is a ton of really really you know funny funny acting and and whatnot. And you know it is William Castle, so it's it's um, you know you're gonna get. Uh, you're gonna get a lot of you're gonna get a lot of sort of goofy 1970s, uh, you know 70s uh, character work, and it, it really is a it's a fun movie, but it is it's 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 well done, it's well produced, and it's um, it's pretty darn gory for a film from from 1975 that doesn't you know portend to really be a gore type film because you know the the bugs do jump on people and. <laughs> they set them on fire, uh, and there's several instances where they jump on people's eyeballs and set their eyeballs on fire. <laughs> what? Yeah, so there's okay. there's there's definitely some gore to 1975's Bug. Eric, what is your next film? Well, I'm going to go back to a, a lighter fare movie. Yes. Uh, this is a fairly recent one um, that I saw through the, I think, Popcorn Frights. Um, oh. This is Itsy Bitsy uh, oh. from 2019. Oh. Um, and so, if I was to make a, this is if there's a comp, it's arachnophobia. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's a, it's a little bit, it's probably a little scarier than arachnophobia. Sure. Um, but it is a great spider uh, gateway spider horror film, and uh, you know a horror film like this the, for a gateway, it's great to have a good young protagonist. And in this case, uh, what we have is a, a transplanted family where the mom is being forced to move to an old form, uh, farmhouse uh, to start a new nursing job watching over an old archaeology professor uh, in order to make ends meet because living in the city is expensive and this rich guy who's got a mansion uh, is willing to pay a lot just to, to, to get nursed. Uh, and, you know, it's it's boring in the country. Um, and Jesse is the... Uh, there's Jesse and Cambria are the two kids. Jesse um, eventually finds that the... Professor's house full of antiquities is very interesting, uh, and to the point where he's mischievous, and he ends up pocketing a uh, uh, a totem that he probably shouldn't have. But he didn't find the most interesting artifact. There is a particularly curious urn that happens to contain the eggs of a great Polynesian spider goddess, and one <laughs> of one of the professor's old team members come ba- comes back to confront the professor. That's like this is this is bad juju. You gotta get you gotta you gotta get rid of this thing. 
The professor chases him out, uh, only to have his his colleague return back again and bust the urn wide open, releasing the giant spider. Um, of course, this guy ends up getting it from the spider, <laughs> sneaks into his van and, and gets him. But the spider is great. This is, it's like, a, this is, it's not giant spider like the tarantula, the, the 500 foot spider, but it's a, you know, it's probably five feet in diet, like the five foot spider that is very sneaky and likes to hide in, in the attic and, um, and it, and it's a web generating spider goddess. And, uh, the highlight is the, the spider dropping in and descending and eating a cat. Ooh, poor kitty. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, you know, the, it, it's, there, it's there's a great sort of mother mother and kids kind of a plot line. Yeah, you know, yeah. The, the the spider uh, captures and preps the the younger daughter. Right, and you know so they got to save save the kid. And the and if you've got any kind of uh, spider phobias, this this will this will get under your skin in a big way. It's a lot of fun. Um, I think uh, uh, again, arachno, arachnophobia like um, mm-hmm. it's. Um, it's a smaller budget film, but it looks, but the the effects are extremely convincing and yeah. and it's fun. I think more than anything else, it's it sort of rides the line between PG thirteen and R. Okay, so teens. Where, where can you mm-hmm. see Itsy Bitsy? Uh, it's it's available for free with Amazon Prime. Oh, awesome! So, yeah. All right, cool. Liz. All right, my final one is a TV series. Of course, uh, I've mentioned <laughs> it before, but this is Fortitude. Um. Fortitude is a British horror thriller uh, from 2015. It was created and written by Simon Donald, and it stars Richard Dormer, uh, who is from Game of Thrones. It stars Stanley Tucci, Michael Gambon, and Sophie Grabble, and many other characters who I cannot pronounce their names because (laughs) most of them are Norwegian. It's set in the fictional town of Fortitude, which is in the Arctic Circle. Um, It's an island. It's frozen. There's polar bears and about a little over 700 people live there. Um, And what happens is there are multiple storylines, but our bug storyline is that Something has been discovered under the ice, like a mammoth, a woolly mammoth. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been discovered because even though it was buried, the permafrost is melting. And since it's been under the ice for, you know, 36,000 years or however many thousands of years, mm-hmm. the there are some bugs that were kept just like Jurassic Park. You know, they went for dino DNA in yep. the mosquitoes. Frozen in there time. are bugs in yeah. those. It's they're frozen in this mammoth, but these unfortunately are um, apex predator wasps that oh. get into people, <laughs> eat their host from the inside out, and oh. make them do crazy, crazy things. So a town that has never had no murders all of a sudden has a, a rising body count, including children committing murders. Uh, you know, like the town's favorite girl, where they're like, "There is no way," and uh, it's all because of these bugs. That's a <laughs> tiny bit of a spoiler, but not really. And tons of stuff going on in Fortitude. A lot of other plots. Uh, it would be really good for you guys to watch because it's summer there and everybody's getting frostbite <laughs> in the snow. So maybe yes. you could train your brain to think it's a little bit cooler. But it's an excellent series. It's got two and really a half seasons. The third season is only a couple episodes. Um, Which channel it's again? Really good. 
It is on. So season two and three are available for free on Prime. Season one, you would have to like rent because Amazon bought Uh. it from Sky Atlantic, the British show. And season two and three have Dennis Quaid in them. Not not bad, but like kind of a a rando selection. And it gets crazy. There is tons of horror. Anybody who's into horror is going to like this one. Fortitude. Cool. I'm going to go watch Fortitude. That sounds really interesting. It's, It's great. I love it. All, All right. right. All right. I rewatched the whole season. All right. My last film right, is a film that the uh, the Ger- a German um, a German TV series uh, called Die Schlechten Testen Filme aller Zeiten, uh, also known as the worst films ever. Uh, <laughs> featured this film from 1988, and this is a film called. Slugs. Okay. Also, this is a, <laughs> this is an American Spanish horror film that also went by the title Muerte Viscosa. Um, this is what I was kind of talking about also with with uh, with regard to corporate malfeasance. In this case, it's a rural town that becomes prey to a strain of black slugs. I don't know how they got how the hell they got this many slugs, but uh, black slugs that are spawned from the disposal of. Toxic waste, of course, and it's uh, it's up to the plucky young health inspector to save the whole town. People, of course, are dying mysteriously and gruesomely at the hands of these slugs that come out of the toilet, the bathtub, <laughs> the sink, the floorboards, the walls, and everywhere else you can think of. Uh, and it's only until the town does its own investigating and they decide it's probably it's probably about high time that we bring in a slug expert that they, of course the health <laughs> the health inspector is vindicated uh, and that they uh, then take to the sewers to defeat the mighty slugs I, this, I, when I was a kid I was definitely terrified of banana slugs man well if you're if you're still afraid of banana slugs this film will freak you out because Again, I don't know how in the hell they got this many slugs, and I don't know what film techniques <laughs> they used. Know, but it, it was crazy. There was like there was like these rooms that were just full of slugs, and they'd have these poor actors like slipping and sliding, covered in blood, yeah. falling uh. like naked, falling onto all of these slugs or <laughs> slug-like creatures. And I'm like, I just kept thinking, how in the hell did you get this many slugs? Maybe um, a slug wrangler. A slug, yeah, they, they, they must <laughs> they must have hired a slug wrangler. Um, it is surprisingly, uh, for such a goofy film with a goofy title, it is surprisingly very gory. And there are several scenes where the slugs get after people, and it is a nasty, nasty bit of bit of business. Um, I think the Germans are wrong because it is not the worst film ever. It's actually a pretty darn good film <laughs> and it's it's pretty fun. Um, the thing that's, the thing that's funny is that because it they they used both Spanish actors and American actors, there's several scenes where um, they're shot on different sets where the American actors were clearly 
in the U.S. It looked like it was filmed. I think it was filmed somewhere in upstate New York, and then the Spanish actors were in clearly in Spain. <laughs> and so it's this weird. You kind of get whipsawed back and forth between these set locations where you're like, wait a second, that doesn't look like upstate New York. That looks like Spain. And lo and behold, if you have that thought, you're probably right because that's how they did it. They just split the split the time between the two locations. Now, Rotten Tomatoes gives this a 38%, not quite as bad as, as, the, Germans. The, as the 6%, yeah. as the 6% that uh, Empire of the Ants holds on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, but it's a fun movie. It's a super if you want, if you want gore, uh, it's a it's a it's a great gory film. And if you want a fun throwback to the 1980s, go see Slugs or Muerte Viscosa. All right. Well, I'm going to throw in just uh, just some just some titles here. If you're looking for other bug movies, uh, The Fly, both, yep. both the '50s Fly mm-hmm. and the '80 the '86 Fly, which yep. is one of the best horror movies ever. Yep. We shouldn't have to mention that one. Kingdom of the Spiders, which is a uh, William Shatner, super awesome. Uh, one, that of the, one, one of the best spider, one of the best bug movie endings ever. Right, and it's uh, I think there's a Rift Tracks version of that one also. If you like the lighter side of things, I yep. think it's actually not so deserving of a Rift Tracks. I think it's better than that. Um, oh, it's way better. Yeah. I, in fact, I almost put it. I was very close to putting it on my list. Yeah. Uh, we had Black Scorpion, which we talked about Black a long Scorpion time ago. Is awesome. Uh, there's a German when when Liz was talking about. Um, uh, what what fortitude? Fortitude. Uh, there's something called Blood Glacier, which is an Austrian oh. horror movie about. Yeah, we watched that. Yeah, yeah, and a, that million, was, a million years like, ago. And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Um, Slither, of course. Yep, Slither's great. Um, but you know, we've talked about Mimic. Slither. But Mimic, Grabbers. Yep. It's like oh it, yeah, I love grabbers. that, which is totally silly. Um, and uh, Tremors, we've talked about Tremors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Splinter, which is a fungus. I almost included that one, but it was more kind of like zombie, fungus zombie, but the detached hand running around, chasing people around, I thought was kind of creepy crawly, but mm-hmm. eh, maybe not. Um, Queen of Black Magic. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Just oh, that, yeah, the scene yeah. on the bus, yeah. Yep. It's, uh, it's wild. Um, and it, it, it appears in every single version of the movie poster and there's yeah, like, like centipedes th- and <laughs> there's like 20 of- versions of the yeah. movie poster right uh squirm yeah squirm is great back in the day and uh, a classic one of my one of my formative stupid horror movies uh parasite 3d starring demi moore in 1982 heck yeah so. <laughs> well i want to give a shout out since john uh as, as sort of a as a memorial to john saxon oh yeah uh, who we lost this year he did a wonderful film called the bees uh, that's okay. a that's a great film. Um, we should also mention them, of course, which yeah. I think you did kind of mention, uh, Monster from Green Hell, and then a couple other really good films uh, that have come out. Uh, some some old, some new. The Nest and They Nest, mm-hmm. two different films, and then Ticks is actually a pretty good film as well. Yeah. So there's there are there's a lot a lot to pick from. There's also some some of the stuff which is the made cheap on the fly straight to video things which are things like uh was it Arach- arachna quake or arachna- yeah. the, it's just avoid sharkaconda <laughs> yeah, there's Prana- some of the some Prana- of these nature gone bad ones uh we might get yeah. there someday no but probably not all right so <laughs> have we got a have we got a closing tagline i've got one okay all right, this one is from Ar- Arachnophobia, and it's eight legs, two fangs, and an attitude. There you go. <laughs> Classic. You gotta love Arachnophobia. <laughs>